What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 206 of the Game Explained Real Talk podcast. And this week, I am joined by everyone. We're all here, at least as of right now. We got Andre, we got Ash, we got Steve, we got Tom, and of course, we have the man of the hour. We have John Cartwright, who we're going to be treating this podcast as sort of a farewell to him, our farewell to our wonderful British friend and uh, kind of celebrate his time here as he moves on. And uh, yeah, how you feeling, John? Sounds like I'm dead. Well, you are. Right? You're dead to us. Like like after this moment, you're dead to us. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Damn. I, yeah, I am doing good, though, uh, Derek. It's, That's good. It's been a great couple of years, um, and I feel like I've grown a lot as a person, thanks to GX. So uh, I really appreciate my time here. Well, you're welcome, and John. love all of you yeah. guys. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I didn't think you were that young. We were still growing. But... <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's a big boy. Big boy now. We grabbed him as an urchin on the tr- on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I mean, I it, it's it feels like the last couple of years have just flown by, man. I, I can't. I still remember when you joined us, and uh, you know, I already said this on Twitter, but uh, it, it will be the end. It is the end of an era for GX. We are gonna miss the hell out of you, and uh, I know we all appreciate everything you've put into the channel, man. Oh. Taking all these compliments for an hour is going to be really hard because I'm, I'm terrible at, at taking these. Yeah. Oh, don't worry, John. I'm, d- I'm bad at giving them, so you don't have to worry about anything. All right. Nice. <laughs> I- I'll say this. You slotted in so naturally with all of us that it didn't even feel like it's like, oh, John's always been with us. <laughs> That's kind of what it felt like. It's uh, it's been weird. Um, when I first started, there were so many comments um, like, where's Derek? Where's, where's Ash? Where's Andre? Whenever I do a video. And it's been weird to adjust to um, just all the lovely comments on my most recent stuff. Just kind of um, like saying that it's going to be weird having the channel without me. Because uh, just back, uh, three years ago, no one was accepting to it. <laughs> so it's kind, of, <laughs> it's kind of a drastic jump since then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, no, you, you are know, absolutely an <laughs> in, in, inextricable part of, uh, of GX's DNA, man. Make no mistake about that. Sorry, Steve, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I'm, I'm the only one that joined after you. And uh, I, I got similar comments on my first videos that were like, hey, this guy's not John. Where's John? <laughs> and um, I have to say, man, I couldn't picture having joined the team uh, without you. There's, there's something you bring to the vibe here that is going to be incredibly difficult to replace. It can't be replaced. Um, I like to think that we've become friends over the last couple of years that I've been on the team. Uh, I have immense respect for you. You're doing a lot at a much younger age than than I was when I even started doing games journalism and I it's been amazing to just see you get better and better and and go on and do bigger and bigger things so you're you're a great friend and even a great coworker and uh I'm I'm very proud to have been able to share my time with you on the channel. Aww. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I agreed. It's all awkward now. <laughs> I mean, we just need to do 45 more minutes of this. Yeah, exactly. Just, just all right. Showering. Here we're there. We're there. But, uh, Let's end on a high note now. Doesn't have to be all yeah. pressing. Well, podcast over. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking we need to be playing like the Kirby Superstar credits music in the background for this just to make it even sadder <laughs> when we publish it. <laughs> wow. Oh, goodness. But, uh, yeah. I mean... As, as Andre said, we can't spend the entire time. This is, of course, going to be a celebration of John, no, no doubt about it. About it. But how's everyone else been doing? 
Pretty, I, I, pretty good. There we go. Thank you, Ash, because I was realized, oh, yeah. right, there's six of us. I got to actually specify. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I guess I can start just because I think this is the first podcast I've done, or maybe the second since we moved into our new place. And so we're still in the midst of unpacking. You know, we all know how long the unpacking process can take. Um, but we're very happy in our new place. So much more room. We love the balcony. It's just we're so much happier being here. And I'm still getting my office put together. Uh, but it's coming along, and uh, it's just it's a huge upgrade for us. So it's been a really nice time. Awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm very happy for you. It's, it's I've seen it, well, the little tour and the little pictures you've sent, it's, it's definitely an upgrade for you. <laughs> huge. Uh, this is just a massive upgrade for you, so I'm very happy for you in that, in that regard. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like I'm moving. Uh, I'm actually heading back up to Pennsylvania this uh, weekend, uh, basically after finishing recording this podcast in order to pack up all of my stuff so Amy and I can be ready to move into our new place and have everything set for that. So, uh, yeah, it's it's nothing but a big ball, ball of stress while everything else is going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you, Steve? What have you been up to? Uh, man, I, I feel like compared to everyone else, my life has been relatively quiet. Um, I'm not moving, and I think literally every other member of GX, save for Tom, is moving. Yeah, yeah I um, think so, actually. It's wild. Yeah, yeah. so so all y'all are buying new houses or moving to new places. I'm, uh, I'm staying put, but um, I, I've been uh, assaulted lately with mystery packages. There's, there's <laughs> one that uh, is coming that uh i don't want to even spoil the theme of it but i told andre about it and i think it's going to probably be one of the funniest videos i've ever done if it is what i think it is oh wow um nice that's a big tease yeah 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 (laughs) it'll i'm i'm gonna try real hard to bring back some of the uh game of the decade energy to to this next video um that being said, everything else is, is, I guess, no news is good news. Like, my kids are going back to school, which I'm a little worried about. Because, <laughs> um, yeah. like, school is open, open now. So that's going to be God. interesting to that's see right. what happens there. Decided not to do uh, the online learning? Uh, we no longer have the option here oh. in Arizona. Oh, geez, there's uh, no are, option? Yeesh. Oh, man, On, online learning is, is done. We are in person or not at all. And I can't homeschool. So, um, yeah, I have to send them back into the classroom. So I'm a little, I'm a little nervous. Yeah, that's, um, that's pretty awful. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, yeah. I blame well, you. you know, red state and all that. November 3rd, folks, vote. Mm. Um, <laughs> Don't other, get politics than... on my podcast, Steve. <laughs> no, no, vote. I'm not Please saying vote. which way to vote. I'm just saying vote. Steve, um, man, I hear you though, dude. Like, uh, my wife works in the school system, and uh, thankfully we live in LA, so they're still doing online learning until next year. But if she had to go back, you know, I mean, kids carry all sorts of like you know viruses and stuff. Anyway, she's sick all the time. Like, she's constantly like you know, kids are coughing and sneezing everywhere. So she stays sick when she's working, essentially, you know, at school. So I'm so thankful she's at home because if she had to go in now, I would be terrified. Yeah, as a parent, I'll paraphrase that for you. Kids are disgusting. <laughs> Fair enough. Every kid everywhere is disgusting. Sounds fun, Derek. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're making us feel real good there, Steve. Thanks. Well, well don't worry. I, I can share horror stories with you that are not podcast appropriate sometime. You'll want to pick up a, a drinking habit. <laughs> mm. um, but no, life is great. I'm, I'm actually, you know, I'm, I'm really sad that we're losing John. But other than that, 
I couldn't really ask for things to be better, and I'm, I'm kind of thankful. Like, y'all are really brave moving around this time, so I'm curious how <laughs> that even works, like, in the middle of everything else that's going on. But, uh, yeah, thing, <laughs> things are good. I'm, I'm excited to see what the uh, next couple months hold. I mean, it, it's going to get crazy around here, I'm sure. Yeah, well, you said no news is probably the best news in 2020, so... <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah. I just mean. Yeah. I mean, we we know November is full of news for us. Like, mm-hmm. we we have two consoles. Uh, there's the Oculus coming out. Like, there's there's going to be a lot to cover, and I'm curious what that. I mean, what subscription feeds will look like that middle of November? <laughs> yeah. Kingdom well, and then Hearts you know, until about Hyrule Warriors two weeks. There's Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, as I say, Hyrule Warriors, which we didn't even know about like two weeks ago. So it's just getting busier and busier. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think, uh, Derek, you should be on paternity leave at some point during that month, right? I mean, that's November 10th is the due date, so I don't know what's going to happen, but you know if it's coming early or waiting for its actual time, we don't know. Guess we'll see. (laughs) Nice strategizing, Derek, right in the middle of November. Good, good strategy. Hey, all the best releases (laughs) come out in November. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. Now the the real question is: Are you going to review Hyrule Warriors with a with a newborn in your lab, <laughs> or is or is Andre like going to have to uh, get into the Musou game? Yeah, there you go. That's true. Put, put it in the maybe a Joy-Con. All they need to do is yeah. button mash. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, this is where I get off. Unfortunately, um, I I have a friend in town. So so if you're listening. I, I hopped in real quick because I wanted to say bye to John. I think it was really important to. Uh, to let him know how how much he'll be missed but i have a friend who is literally behind me who's visiting from colorado <laughs> i i think i have to be a, a real life host instead of a podcast guest today so all i will right. see y'all next week i promise i'll actually join the podcast for the first time in a very long time <laughs> sounds good all right, it's good having you steve yeah likewise john best of luck to you i i can't wait to see what you do all right later guys see you steve. Right. See bye, bye. bye. All right. Uh, how have you been? Man, st- uh, I can't Tom? stand that guy, man. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, harsh. Harsh. <laughs> but yeah, uh, how, how have you been, Tom? You know, this last week it was smoky outside all the time, so it meant a lot more ring fit and uh, maybe actually braving the building's gym again. I put uh, plastic bags over the handles in the elliptical machine. <laughs> nice. Uh, uh, but it was a very busy week because uh, another kind of and a part-time job I have, uh, one of the staff said, you know, I'm quitting in two days. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and there's wow. only like three people on the team, so I had to help out a lot more. So maybe it was good as a week that was smoky where I couldn't be biking and stuff outside as much. Um so, but at the same time, it was a very busy week for that, so that wasn't good. Uh, but anyway, uh, doing fine now. Got to be relaxing in. Uh, it was fun to do all that, the uh, few weeks of game club there for Dongan Rampa. Uh, that was a nice relaxing break most of the time. And unfortunately, fortunately, it was a game where I was always worried about doing one of those and getting stuck on the game somewhere. Like, uh, mm-hmm. let's say if it was Sekiro. Uh, not the case with Dongan Rampa, fortunately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not moving anytime soon. Yeah, good, <laughs> good, good, good idea. 
Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to be very curious what's uh, what's going to win this next poll for Game Club. Right now, as of this podcast, uh, Resident Evil 2 is actually holding steady at a pretty good clip at 34%. So oh. Yeah, it doesn't seem like that's going to get overtaken. So I, you know, I'm just glad Parasite Eve didn't tie for last again, or hasn't so far. So, I mean, I'll consider that its own win. But yeah, right now, RE2 has a pretty commanding lead. Yeah, Parasite Eve is beating med- Medieval uh, pretty handily. <laughs> yeah. So, so, I'll take that. Speaking of uh, speaking of creepy games, <clears throat> not that I'm going to spoil anything, but I'm super late to this party. I've been playing The Last of Us Part Two. Oh, man, it's so good. I mean, it's not perfect. There are problems, but it's been very engaging, and I'm uh, super looking forward to seeing how it all plays out. Still have not touched it. <laughs> it's it's worth your time for sure when you can get around to it. Mm-hmm. It's a long game too, so it yeah yeah it seems like it yeah. Oh well, eventually there's I mean it's, it's, <laughs> maybe there's so much stuff coming out it's ridiculous. <laughs> it yeah yeah yeah. But what about you, Andre? What do you what have you been up to? Oh, it's just been chaos over here. <laughs> um, just been a lot of just a lot of random stuff, uh, including like the looking for an apartment, especially because I've given my notice for my current one, and I technically don't have one lined up. So if I don't figure that out in eleven days, I'm going to be uh, out on the streets. So we'll see. Oh, Can I ask why you didn't uh, find a place before giving your notice? <laughs> it's uh because it's a. It's uh, just a pain. I don't know. It's a it's a pain juggling the dates, you know, for like matching up when you're leaving and when you're starting a new place because you can you often can only see the apartments in Washington. You have to give 20 days notice, meaning there's really only ever like a 20 day window you can see out to see what's available. Oftentimes, mm-hmm. um, and there's enough apartments here. Like if I if a push comes to shove, it, I can find ones. I'm not that worried. Um, or worst case, I end up on the streets. So yeah, that Dick's, <laughs> Dick's hamburger stand has a nice shelter. So so what's funny is that you mentioned that one of the apartments I'm looking at actually has it looks directly at Dick's. <laughs> so really, I could like I, I mean, could like lower you do, a rope. You do my, you, man. I support you. I could lower a rope <laughs> for my deck and get to and give myself a dick in a, <laughs> a few seconds. So I thought we were a PG channel, John. <laughs> Not John, but right. Andre. <laughs> Not anymore. Blaming, yeah. blaming but, John yeah, for your so filth. <laughs> beyond that, I was playing the Mario Collection, and um, you know, I played through all three games for the review, uh, and I'm still working on videos for that collection. So that's been keeping me busy on top of everything else going on. So yeah, it's been uh, it's been fun, but also busy. So yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Speaking three All Stars, I I have been a bad Nintendo fan this past week. I completely forgot to pre-order it, and then so I was like, oh man, can I? St- can I still, is there still, any, are there any left anywhere? They were all sold out except for Best Buy in, and I like nowhere around here, like nowhere 250 miles within the area of LA, nothing. Oh, but there were some wow. in rural Michigan and a buddy of mine, a colleague, uh, lives like two miles away from this random Best Buy in rural Michigan. So I uh, called it in there and he picked it up for me and he's going to mail it to me. But I did not think I was going to get one. I And I, I get a lot of stuff digitally on Switch now, but because this is like a limited release and it's like you know i kind of wanted to have this one physical yeah nintendo knows how to play us i'm pretty sure all of us except andre got the physical (laughs) probably yeah yeah well i got the review unit so yeah which is a digital copy i'm fine with that Mm -hmm. right but if you were if you hadn't gotten a digital copy would you have gone out would you have gotten physical or digital oh we've gone digital i yeah (laughs) i knew digital these days (laughs) completely knew that but I, yeah, I've been so scattershot just helping wherever I can. I 
can't even think of a game I've been playing <laughs> right now. It's just Dongan Rampa. Yeah, the Dongan Rampa. Been playing that. Um, uh, whenever I'm uh, again, I, I mentioned this last week, which you weren't on it, Andre. But whenever I'm like washing the dishes or helping out, whatnot. Uh, Amy's been playing through a free trial of Final Fantasy XIV, so I've seen a little bit of that. Oh, so that's nice. Been, that's been funny. Uh, it's been fun to see. Um, but yeah, otherwise, it's work and putting out fires. <laughs> <laughs> right. But uh, what about you, John? Have what are, have you been playing anything? Or a little chaos? bit, yeah. So um, Game, pa- Game Pass uh, game streaming officially launched on mobile, like properly. Uh, so there's like 150 games on there, and I've been streaming near for the very first time. Hmm. And cool. I've played like, I think, six hours or so, and I'm really liking it. I, I knew that this was a very beloved game, but just seeing it, all I knew were the character designs. I knew nothing else about the game. But, Ash, the soundtrack is so oh. good. Mm. Isn't it, It's man? one of the and best I've ever heard. You you don't even know what you're in for. I mean, it it just gets better as you go along, and... Yeah, I mean, and make sure, and I'm sure you've already heard this, but like when you have quote unquote beaten the game, you have not beaten the game. You're not even close. Uh-huh. So make sure you. There are essentially five endings, and you need. It's bit like you you only get the full experience if you see all five. So like strap in. It is an incredible ride, but you do want to see it through. And, and, yeah, I've not played Automata, but the original Near again, not as good gameplay from what I understand, but the story was excellent, music was excellent, and it also has Yoko Taro likes his endings, but they're not endings in the same way yeah. as most like alternate endings. I, I don't, I don't, I don't even want to describe it without potentially spoiling things, even though I don't know yeah, anything yeah. about Automata. But it, it's yeah, leave it there. It's a, it's a trip, and I, I've actually thought about in the future suggesting Near Automata for a game club. Uh, just because I haven't had a chance to play it yet, and I really want to play it. <laughs> that would be a really good one. Uh, sorry, John, I want to make sure I'm clear. You're playing Automata, right? Not the original. That's right, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, oh man, you're in, you're in for an amazing experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going com- completely blind to I know nothing about the story, nothing about the gameplay, so even that was kind of a surprise. Nice. So all I know is that there are multiple endings, and that's all I want to know. I don't want to know any context behind that or what that even means. I'm, I don't want to know a thing. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Keep it blind. <laughs> that, that's, the way, that's the way to go, for sure. Nice. Uh, but yeah, well... Moving on to news topics, there's been a bit of news this week. <laughs> uh, basically, comes down to a lot of um, PlayStation Five stuff, I guess, and whatnot. But even before that, I guess we got the whole PS Five pre-order situation be- being a mess to the point that today they actually announced that they're like, "Yeah, we messed up. We're going to have more pre-orders in the future." So, good job, Sony. <laughs> you screwed up. <laughs> Right. I mean, I guess it, it gives me more time to decide whether I want to get one. Like, on day one, I was literally a click away from pre-ordering a digital one. And I almost did, but ultimately I'm like, well, I'd rather have a disc drive version anyway. And I don't know. <clears throat> There's something I feel like I have to play at launch. It's <clears throat> excuse me, more like kind of FOMO. Like, I just, you know, I want to have the cool, shiny new PlayStation as soon as I can. But at the same time... I don't have to play Spider-Man Miles Morales at launch, and it's going to be on PS4 anyway. So, you know, I want one, but I don't know if I need to get one day one. I'm kind of still on the fence. Yeah, I'm very similar. I think Demon's Souls is the only game that that would really push me to get the PS5 at this point. Because I'd I'd happily play Miles Morales on PS4, um, assuming that's still a good version of the game. Uh, But it just seems like even the the long term is looking a bit less likely, because Horizon... um, Forbidden West is also going to be on PS4. 
Right. So, like, and even Demon's Souls, even though it looks really good to me and I, I, I want to play it a lot, it's still not a new game. And if I wanted to, I can just put it in the PS3 version and play that. So, <laughs> wow. it's, I don't know. I'm, I'm of two minds on this. I got to say, that legit shocks me, John. I thought you would be first in line for a PS5 only because of Demon's Souls. I mean, you love that series. I'm actually really shocked that you're not yeah, going to be... I mean, I- yeah. <laughs> It is my most anticipated game, but I don't know if I need an entire console for it. Is the thing like fair enough? If if I had the console, I'd be there immediately. W- would you be but willing to spend five hundred and seventy? Well, I say five hundred and seventy, but basically <laughs> six hundred and fifty dollars once you get through the whole euro pound situation yeah, exactly. for that game. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's a huge investment. Um, so I, I don't know. Yeah, I do I'm, plan I, on getting a 4K TV this uh, for Black Friday this year, so you know that would really help take advantage of it. And I'll say that Horizon Forbidden West, even though it's going to be on PS4, I loved Horizon Zero Dawn, and you know it's the, the visuals are incredible in, in that game, and they're looking even better in Forbidden West. So that is a game, the game probably where I would be willing to upgrade for the PS5 just for the better visuals. Like that game for me is like the big one. Uh, I'm, I'm also planning on holding off. Ratchet and Clank is the system seller for oh, me. Give yeah. me that announcement. Okay, it's like time to save up. <laughs> yeah, I actually you know put in the pre-order. I mean, that's... What? I put in the pre-order. Oh, oh really? You did nice. All right, for the Oculus Quest Two. <laughs> <laughs> I was so seriously going to ask. I seriously, for a second, thought it was because of Astro's Playroom. I was like, I know you really liked it. Like that, that, that is a launch title. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. That's true. Yeah, it's a launch title. Yeah, Astrobot was great, so maybe. Maybe I'll change my mind. But I can't even <laughs> tell. Did you just get rid of your Oculus as well? Like, give it to your sister? I sold the first one, yeah. But I knew the second one was coming. So oh, I okay. I didn't realize. It. Yeah. So how you know, do you I feel think... about all the Facebook stuff? It sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Uh-huh. Really, no, <laughs> no two, two ways, ways about, about it. it. Yeah. it really does. Thank yeah. you, Ash. <laughs> um, you know, it's funny. The, the most... The thing I keep coming back to about the PS5, you know, showcase we got a couple of days ago is how not hyped I am for Final Fantasy 16 yet. That I keep going back mm. to that reveal having done very little for me, and that's like the first time in I don't even know how long that I haven't been super hyped for a new mainline Final Fantasy. And I think it's because it's got that WRPG aesthetic that they seem to be going for. And I don't know though. Yeah, I'm shocked that I'm not excited for this game, but I'm just I'm not yet. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it looks... Uh, this isn't really the right word for it, but it looks kind of generic. Um, it does. And even looking at it visually, it doesn't wow me in the same way that Final Fantasy VII Remake does. Same, And this yeah. is a next-gen game. Yeah, mm. and like, and that's a, that's the funny thing, is like, Seven Remake Part Two, bring it on. That's like one of my most anticipated games, period. I can't wait. But sixteen, I, I don't care yet. It's, it has some interesting elements, like the whole battles between the summons. Uh, that has mm-hmm. me invested. There, the darker tone again interested. It's but the trailer itself, I'm not sure if it is the best to get fans truly excited. Some, I'm, I'm assuming, are, are of course, super excited. But I think yeah. the thing that got people really on board with this game is the development team and the fact that so. it's from 14 yeah. and just a, a who's who of well-respected Square Enix developers and they're, and people are just like, oh, oh. <laughs> I think that's what's mm-hmm. making them stand up and notice uh, this one. Yeah. Uh, but real quick, Tom, did you plan on getting a PS5 or are you holding off? 
I think even though the PS5 has more games I'd want to play at this point, I'm going to hold off a bit, especially now with the cross-gen announcement. Mm. Just because, like, here in Canada, that's going to be probably over $800 when you consider adding in a game and taxes. So um, I think I'll enjoy playing the games on a PS4 for a bit and just wait until a few more key titles that are only on PS5 are out. That's what I'm thinking. Because, like, I love the idea of Game Pass and stuff, so maybe I'll... Uh, try that for a bit or possibly with the uh, series s but uh, for now like with a pc and a switch that probably still covers most game releases yeah i was actually isn't uh yakuza like a dragon coming to game pass like day day and date it's yeah. a series x exclusive i believe oh series um, yakuza. x exclusive oh boy right yeah right mm. so uh, ps5 versions coming i think next year wow that's crazy. That's that's a, that's a heck of a get for Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. What? But it came out in PlayStation Four, didn't it, in Japan already? Or yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So chances are it will be on PS4 at some point. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Uh, how much are uh, next gen games in Canada, Tom? Well, if a game now is already eighty dollars, so <sighs> if it's another ten dollars, they're probably going to bump it up to ninety, even though that'd be more closer to. Uh, 95 so yeah, yeah I wonder if it's even more because in the UK it's a 20 pound increase rather than a 10 pound increase Ugh. it just it depends on the exchange rate at the time so we'll see if they dare to go to 99 dollars uh, <laughs> instead of just uh, 89 because with taxes a 90 dollar game will be over 100 bucks here so Jeez, mm-hmm. that is yeah. insane. I think, I think there were. This reminds me a bit of the Super Nintendo era, where there were the occasional <laughs> games that would that would creep up to around that amount, which yeah. is wild. I remember Street Fighter Two at Sears being 110 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> My God. The difference though is that actually was far more expensive then than it is now if you adjust for inflation. So yeah. right, right. Mm. Like Super Mario yeah. RPG, I'm pretty sure was 70. Right. New, and no, then games I'm like Kirby sure 64 right. were like 80. Yeah, N64, exactly. N64 games here were like 79, 99, so with taxes, I remember it was always like 89, yeah. 89 or something like that, so. <laughs> no wonder everybody, kids were so concerned about how long a game was back in those days with, when those were the costs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and if it was good, uh, I mean, you wouldn't want to like save up in even high school like 90 bucks on a game and have it be, be garbage, so... <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's so funny just how much things change because you know as kids you're just looking forward to that next big release you can't wait for and you just you feel like you can't you know there's not enough to do to get you to then and then you're an adult and you just ten games a day come out and you all want to play and you can't play them because you're just too busy and it's just funny how there's a complete shift there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. I, I want to get your thoughts on something else though, Andre, uh, because. Uh, we also got found out this week that Michelle Ancel has announced that he's leaving the games the games industry to work with Wildlife. That sucks more than the Facebook thing. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm happy for him. Like it's probably the right decision for him. I think this is a huge loss for gaming, um, especially with the fact you know, Beyond Good and Evil Two isn't even out yet. He says it's in good hands, and I, I trust him. But it still sucks to lose someone that's been uh, that's had that large of an influence. You know, it's like if Miyamoto retired or something. It's you know obviously it's going to happen at some point, but it still sucks when it does. And I thought I'm surprised it's happening before the game he's working on or had been working on is out. So well, hasn't he been yeah. working on a game called 
wild since 2014. Right. Like I didn't even I yeah. forgot all about that until I was looking up for that announcement. I was like, oh my god, I didn't even realize this was a thing. Right. And then we had Beyond Good and Evil, which didn't even look like Beyond Good and Evil. <laughs> and yeah, I, I was so he, unsure of what directions he was taking, and it was weird. He's the only human I know at Ubisoft. I, I can't tell you any other <laughs> humans that work uh, there. The Mario and Rabbids director. Uh, oh, I suppose, yeah. Uh, yeah. Is it Devant? I, I think something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. So, but yeah. I, your point. But I get your point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was a, a big part of my childhood. Like, I grew up with Rayman, and uh, Michelle Ansel, alongside Miyamoto, was one of the first game developers like I knew by name. Um, and it, it's it's wild that he's going, but it sounds like his you know his his reasons for it are noble though. He, he's just he's just like searching for his next passion, which mm-hmm. yeah, you know, wildlife. It that. sounds like right. He yeah. wants to do yeah. more wildlife photography. Was it something that degree or which just is which is actually really? If I'm right, that's actually perfect given uh there was an entire mode in beyond good and evil based around for, for ta- uh, taking pictures of the local wildlife that's right true. yeah well and it's probably too that you know if he were to wait until after beyond good and evil 2 came out to retire chances are he'd never retire because this thing was announced in like a may 2008 interview and he even then he had said it had been pre-production for a year already mm-hmm. so this thing's been in development for more, over a decade he's yeah, probably just like i gotta go <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, if he, kept, if he stuck around, maybe the game would just end up as something else different from what it is now, much as what it is now is different from how it was presented it, originally back in the exactly. I was at IGN when that first trailer came out. So Yeah. And I I, what's funny trailer. is there was a prediction from one of the um, from one of the editors there. I remember this. He's like, that game's never going to come out. I'm like, just do <laughs> wait. And 13 years later, <laughs> yeah. 12 years later, we're still waiting. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Seems like it's coming, but you never know. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's the opposite so hard to of saying let it cook. It's like, please, yeah. it's done already. <laughs> do, <laughs> do you guys think it could be something to do with the whole Ubisoft situation in general? That it was like, you know, it's possible. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely possible. Um, they've been there, there's been stuff going on for over a year now. It's I I, I wouldn't imagine you'd be like proud to be part of that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, probably not. And he's he's never, to, to my knowledge, been problematic. So I can imagine he would want to distance himself from all of that, which is you know I can see why. Hmm. That's for sure. Um. All right. Well, do we want to go ahead and just jump? I, we got to keep it a little short because uh, this week because I, I only have so much time. Um. But uh, should we move on to our Patreon topics? Sure. sure. Yeah. All right. As always, for just $1 a month, you guys can support us over on Patreon. Get these podcasts three days early every Friday, as well as offering up topics and uh, games like we, the ones we have here. So who would like to go first? I'm, actually, John, you go for uh, Actually, you didn't pick a topic. Well, so, Tom, you I've go first. I've got a topic. Yeah, so it's just you guys. Oh, okay. John's already slacking off on his phone. <laughs> He's like, I'm, I'm out of here. I don't need to do like, crap. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> All right, here, I'll, I'll start. I'll kick things off here then. Um, okay, so I've actually got two. We need a backup. I'll go with the other, but I think we're good. <laughs> Joe asked, during Andre's review of 3D All-Stars, he mentioned that Nintendo didn't want reviewers to talk about the final boss of Sunshine, even though the game is 18 years old. I think it would be a funny topic if you guys could share some other weird or dumb restrictions that Nintendo imposed on you oh when you other titles. <laughs> God, this is supposed to be a short podcast. It could be here for a while. 
Um, so real quick too, to to your point, uh, it's actually it was even worse than that. We we couldn't spoil the final boss in a 24 year old game, the <laughs> Mario 64. They didn't want any of the final bosses spoiled, even though they showed them off in their own ads, which is ridiculous. Anyways, <laughs> some of the I I don't even know where to begin with this one. But Breath of the Wild in particular was a really tricky oh, embargo to work with because they had a very limited amount of clothing you could show, like of equipment, and in our in all of our footage, it's like I don't even know what I was wearing then. Like I don't even know what that is. You know, is that breaking embargo? Like there was such a you know, there's there's countless like things you can equip, and they had this tiny amount we could actually show, and that was a nightmare to try and figure out what we could show or what we couldn't. Um, before in the past, the, one of the most ridiculous was Kid Icarus Uprising, where, which we talked about recently, but we couldn't even show any gameplay at all from the game for the video review. They wanted no videos, so we ended up using trailer footage specifically for it. Um, I remember IGN, what they ended up doing was using original Kid Icarus footage from the NES, which was pretty <laughs> great, uh, which we replaced later on with the final version when they, you know, when the game came out. Um, before, they've gone away from this, luckily, but they used to limit clips to 13, sorry, to 30 seconds. At, uh, at most I think there were even less than that points maybe 15 seconds but yeah 30 seconds used to be the standard so you had to, you had to change scenes every 30 every thirty seconds no matter what you were showing or what context Pokemon it was in Pokemon did that now, a lot sorry Pokemon did that a lot with their yeah embargoes. Pokemon did that a lot uh-huh. yeah now that's uh, generally it's more like 5 minutes now I think it may be coming a little bit less at points but I think 5 minutes is usually the limit now um, they now usually allow live streams which they didn't used to before but yeah that's, that's some of the sillier ones off the top of my head that I can think of yeah, uh, I remember Mario 3D World. In the embargo, it said, don't reveal Rosalina as a playable character. And weeks before that, they had their own video. Uh, things like a, a giant factoid about Mario 3D World. And one of the final points was that Rosalina was going to be playable. And like the fact you can't talk about her is insane, because she's a, she's like the fifth character in that game. She has entirely different attributes, and it kind of it, it changes how the game works. And even though they've already said it themselves, you can't say a thing about it. Which was ludicrous. It is. I feel like they've done that a few times where they say, don't talk about this thing, and then they reveal the thing themselves, and you still can't talk about it. That's that's not the only example of them doing that. I'm trying to think of one of the others. Uh, Leaf in uh, Pokemon Let's Go, Derek. Oh, yeah, that's another one. Oh, yeah. There, I don't remember the exact green, context, but I do remember that the embargo for Smash Wii U was ridiculous. and Because there were certain stages you couldn't talk about. It was like four stages I think you couldn't talk about, but they had already been revealed in Europe, I think, in European mm-hmm. press, but we couldn't talk about them. And one of the stages was Flat Zone X, as if anybody would care about <laughs> Flat Zone X. Like, come on. And, yeah, so it was like a strangely limiting embargo because we couldn't talk about things that had already been shown off officially in other regions. It was ridiculous. One of the more interesting embargoes I've had to deal with um, was actually at a Mario Kart 8 preview event. And uh, in this one, they actually assigned outlets, basically a random set of levels that they could show footage of. In fact, all the footage was pre-assigned too, or rather pre-recorded, so Nintendo sent that all to us to showcase. And so we ended up with, I think, Rainbow Road and something else. But yeah, we had no say in what, in what tracks we actually got to show off. It was up to Nintendo. He was like, hey, your outlet gets these tracks, here you go. And I've never seen anything quite like that before or since. And it was kind of interesting. I don't know if it was necessarily a bad thing, it was kind of cool that everyone had their own exclusive, but it also means you could get possibly screwed if your track sucks yeah. <laughs> compared to someone else's. You know, you had no say in it. So, interesting mm. idea, at the very least. Uh, John, I, it's not necessarily a weird embargo, but John touched on something that uh, Nintendo did quite a lot for a while, where their embargoes would spoil the heck out of that game. 
<laughs> like, don't right. tell anybody about the final boss who is this, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. And it's just like, really? I'm not going to get to enjoy- I, I stopped reading embargoes when they first came in for a while just because I, I didn't want to get spoiled. <laughs> yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I think Samus Returns did that, and that was a pretty huge yes. spoiler because it's a remake of a game, and that's an entirely new segment. Um, to something Ash said just now, too, about uh, something about like, regional stuff. Um, I remember I, I was reviewing Mario Kart 8 Deluxe for my older channel, and it was a UK embargo. And I, I, in that embargo, I could stream the game, and I was streaming it for uh, like half an hour. And I think it was Yoshilla, um, who's an American um, uh, a guy, um, and he was in the comments section. He was like, John, you, you shouldn't be streaming this. It's against embargo. Yeah. And I, just, I had to pause the stream a moment, look through the embargo, and it was fine for me. So quite often they give like different regions different presets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like they they That's, don't seem to yeah. com- like communicate that very often. They don't. It kind of, and actually kind of to that point even. Um, luckily, I think that's something they've, they've gotten away from a little bit. I think it still crops up every now and then, but they've gotten better in the in the embargo being universal. And to that point, it used to be that when when you were shipped a review copy, uh, you were oftentimes allowed to do preview coverage immediately. Which sucked if you lived on the West Coast or if you had a shipping delay, because then anyone who like anyone on the East Coast, they'll get their packages earlier and they have an inherent advantage, um, like a, at least a three-hour advantage, you know. And again, that can vary depending on how fast a package is shipped. My packages often arrived in the afternoon, so what I ended up started doing um, living in California at the time is I will start having FedEx hold my packages at the facility so I could pick them up first thing in the morning. So that's what I did for Super Smash Bros. Wii U. I ran there, I got there before opening, got my package, but I knew it was on this way from shipping tracking, and I got home, and I, was, I think we were the first to cover it. I'm like, yes! <laughs> Paid <laughs> off. Now what they do is they actually embargo preview coverage until a certain date in the future, which is far more fair for outlets yeah. in general. Right. And, it's not, and so you're not racing to get everything up as soon as possible. Um, so I much prefer the way things are handled I, these days. I remember yeah. uh, visiting you, and you'd see the delivery guy going by, and he would just stop for two minutes, and then he drove off without leaving his truck, and he marked it as like attempted delivery. He had <laughs> the Wii U. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, he had my my review cut my review version of the Wii U along with you know a, a whole bunch of games. I think mm-hmm. we did an unboxing, so you can go see what it was. I think. And yeah, I'm like, I, I called up FedEx. I'm like, I literally just saw the truck parked up in front of my house. No one came out. Like, they didn't do anything. They just drove off. And luckily, I'm actually surprised this worked. I don't know if it would work these days. <laughs> but the guy I was talking to called up the driver. He's like, hey, get back there. Drop off that package. And uh, he did. He looked super sheepish knowing that I called him out on it. <laughs> um, but I was just happy to get my Wii U. I didn't care beyond that. I'm like, dude, don't don't screw me on this. Like, we were, you know, we were a super, you know, a small outlet then too. Uh, much smaller than we are these days. And like that coverage, kind of like I think having it at that point, like helped helped you know, convert us into a larger outlet, um, because it was, it was really only during the Wii U era that people started to do, really notice us. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I was very I was freaking out during that. I'm like that guy. Bar-. I was like I was considering like chasing him down <laughs> on foot. Like get back here. Yeah, <laughs> like T1000. <Yeah. laughs> I, I, I remember some embargoes, I believe from Atlas, where they'd say. So don't show this footage, not because you're not allowed to, but because if you do, uh, the Japanese side of things will hit you with a strike. Oh, <laughs> right. They they constantly yeah, warn you about the, the like world. Oh yeah. Oh, it's it was it was wild. Like yeah, don't show this stuff, or you might hit with get hit with a strike. If you do, let us know. <laughs> just, just weird. Yeah, that's Atlas for you. Mm-hmm. I remember a more recent uh, embargo that was just a little weird. It was for Trials of Mana, and if you've you know played about that or know about it there's one part of the remake that's new and it's like the post-game content but that was the only stuff you weren't allowed to talk about for the review so I could only review 
the stuff that everybody who's played Trials of Mana already knows mm-hmm. about. So naturally, that leads to quite, led to a ton of questions on Twitter, like, "Hey, how's the new stuff? Hey, what's the post game content like? You know?" And that's the one thing you can't talk about. And I don't. Sometimes I don't know if you know publishers realize that, that kind of makes you look bad because it, it it sends the message to me at least that you don't have confidence in in the new. At least in that case, you don't have confidence in the new content, only in the remade content. Mm-hmm. And so I think that just led to a lot of unnecessary mystery surrounding that content when they could easily have let you, you know, or let us uh, review the gameplay aspects of it, just not story spoilers. So that was a little weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm sure we could be here and talk about embargoes like Andre said for another hour. <laughs> yeah. I think that was at least 10 minutes, but. Uh, Tom, what's your topic? Okay, I'll choose the John-focused one that I picked um, from a name that... Oh, I, I see it now. It's three names ones. Dancer Lady Aqua from Olivia. Uh, in lieu of John leaving soon, what are your favorite memories of John? One of my faves is that as soon as everyone was announced for Smash Ultimate, he became a Pichu main. And Olivia says, <laughs> same here, John. And also in reply, Joseph Stanichar says, coziest memories of John. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) It's never been, he never cozied up to me. the entire time. Right. I I know the the easiest one, I mean, the one that stands out in my mind always, and I'm going to just say it now because I'm sure someone will take it if I don't. Is it the E3 one, the E3 one? Uh, No, not E3. Well, that's a really good one too, but not E3. It was the, your your predictions, that that direct, when you predicted everything john you know final fantasy come and you didn't know anything we were just throwing things out there and you got like so much right and people were convinced that we were insiders that we had insider information because you were just so damn accurate i'm still bothered by that today ash (laughs) we um we predict so much and um i also tweet just a a bunch of crap on twitter and uh every now and then something i say happens um the most recent one was hyrule warriors age of calamity because i basically tweeted the entire premise of the game two years ago and it was it was dug up by someone and they're like look he leaked the game two years ago and i'm I'm not even sure the game was being conceived two years ago (laughs) that's amazing yeah that's really good uh, I'll say my some of my favorite memories are just um, I guess like the PowerPoint bringing that on. Um, of course, the Lion King based direct date announcement <laughs> video. Oh, yeah, and that at the end great. with the uh, scar, it's like and like there will be video games and leaker. <laughs> um, and also, like, meeting John at E3, I was a bit late compared to everyone else because I was visiting my brother beforehand. But when I got there and I saw John, I was like, John! And I think I picked him up for a hug and I, like, shook him around. <laughs> then I realized I might break John. Uh, <laughs> I was just so excited to meet him. Uh, those, those are some of my uh, favorite memories that I'll remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was literally, he literally pe- um, picked me up, too. He's not exaggerating. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Well, you forgot the, the key part about the whole E3 thing, too, was uh, John's amazing American impression, or New Yorker specifically, perhaps? <laughs> I don't know what it was, Andre. <laughs> Bronx or it was something. I don't think I remember that. But the, uh, the, the, the swearing one, I don't want to say it. I can't repeat yeah, we it. Yeah, can, uh, we can change the word, like, a bull freaking hoe. That's it. <laughs> oh, okay, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, it's funny, I, I, I know voice. one of my early memories uh, for you, John, has to do with my wife, because, you know, that was right after you joined GX, and she heard your voice for the first time, and she's like, wow, that's a really distinctive voice, and then she saw your, you know, what you look like for the first time, she saw a picture of you, and she was like, wait, that, wait, 
that's not. That's John. And I'm like, I know it's it's, it's right. And she's like, No, you're lying to me. That's that can't be. And I'm like, I swear to I swear to God, it's him. And she was just every time she'd hear your voice after that, she would just be like, His voice is incredible, and I can't believe that it doesn't match what he looks like at all. She's she's used to it now, but before she just could not believe it. Mm-hmm. You get a lot of commenters who who um, see my face for the first time, and they're like, But he baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I. I he sounded like daddy, but he looked like baby. What? No, no, no. I was more or less disturbing the more I think about it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the crazy, I mean, that's the thing, is like, uh, John's voice is apparently raw sex appeal because <laughs> there is so much thirst in apparently. the chat a lot for John uh, when it comes to that voice. And I've, I've been approached by friends being like, so can I pay John to narrate my life or something like that? Just I was wondering where that payment was going for a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. I don't know, John. Are you sure you want to leave with all this? You know, all this action going on here. I don't know, man. I mean, <laughs> get pretty intense. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. But I'm, I'm trying to think of other because a lot of these guys have taken some of the, you know, the big obvious ones uh, for. What makes John so memorable in... Plain Explain. What's that? Plain Explain. Plain... Oh, right. That was, in, uh, that was in one of the flight simulator films. Yeah. So. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. I, I think it, I think that's what it is. It's just... I, I can't pick one moment uh, that these guys haven't already said because... Or was it... No, sorry. Was it Game Explain? That was it. That's yeah, right. Yeah, Game, Game Explain. Oh, that was it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry. D- no, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, it's, it's more just this... You had this sense of cleverness to you at all times. Like, you're always on the ball and just like the things you posted on twitter and the things you would say during discussions and the ideas uh, you have for the thumbs are just like just so freaking quick-witted and that's always stuck with me yeah i mean there's no doubt that you are the most dapper uh and in cultured of us there's just no doubt about that i mean <laughs> i love how like uh, in your like your twitter pictures and stuff you're like dressed up and like on your videos you got a nice collared shirt on with a tie and i'm like man this guy is dapper, and we are not. And that, that always stood out, stood out to me. You're a very classy guy. I like to think that my brand is that I, I, just, I sit at home all day wearing a shirt and tie. <laughs> <laughs> I dress like a slob, usually. That's just kind of my... Uh, well, it's, not, it's not even really a, a brand. It's just kind of a... Um, I want to try and stand out a little bit. Sure. But um, the, the, the chair thing is something we did in a photo shoot, and that's just one of, of many pictures and many different outfits. But it's a very... Um, I don't know how to describe it. It looks very classy, but that I, I, I don't really think that's what I, I'm really like, though. Mm. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ash, what about your topic? All right, my topic this week comes from Trite Hexagon, who says, Hello, GX. It's been a while since I submitted a topic, but seeing as John is about to leave, I wanted to ask this question before he left. I've always wondered what people in other countries eat for breakfast. I'm especially interested in in knowing what you guys in the U.S. eat in the morning, since from what I've been able to gather from the internet, the typical American breakfast is not very healthy. (laughs) FYI, I'm from Portugal, and I have cafe au lait, uh, basically just hot milk with coffee and toast every day, but people here also have a variety of eating habits in the morning. So, yeah, I thought this was a fun question. And actually, Trite Hexagon, you might be surprised to find out that I have very much the same thing as you do, or very close uh, to what you have for breakfast. Iced coffee, occasionally a bagel or, you know, some sort of carby item. Carbs are my favorite food group. 
Um, but basically, yeah, iced coffee and, and a bagel sometimes, and that, or just iced coffee by itself. I'm not a big breakfast guy, so I'm not like one of those eggs and bacon and hash browns. I've never been that kind of person. So for me, it's just iced coffee, sometimes a bagel. What about you guys? For me, uh, it's a treat for me when I get to have a breakfast that is the, um, you know, French toast and eggs and bacon and all that because I usually don't bother with all that. And when I was uh, living alone, (laughs) it was very simple. I'd either skip breakfast or it was cereal. Uh, Just nothing too crazy because I don't drink coffee. Um, But since being with Amy, she's sort of pushed her Australian culture onto me and one of the things we tend to do now is a uh, fried egg on top of uh, cheese toast and as long as we can find it we we put um, oh what is it what is the Australian thing that uh, that nobody likes <laughs> the kangaroo no, no. The, the, <laughs> I was going to say Vegemite? that too the, spread, the Vegemite that's it uh, Vegemite oh. spread on top so it's a piece of toast with Vegemite uh, on it and then a slice of cheese and then you put a fried egg on top of that and then also some lettuce and tomato to make it a little bit more healthy and it's pretty good. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've gotten into it. I've, I've, I enjoy that mix, and it's uh, certainly more than I ate before, and certainly healthier than I ate before. So mm. that's my typical breakfast. Yeah, my breakfasts are very boring. I have I have cereal basically every day. Um, when I live with my parents, though, every Sunday they'll do a cooked breakfast, which would just be like uh, it'd be like eggs, it would be bacon beans and that's that's kind of that's kind of the gist of it but yeah ever since i moved out i've not done that at all i'm literally just <laughs> yeah. cereal every day nothing else <laughs> yeah what kind of cereal i do like the occasional breakfast burrito i'll get breakfast burritos sometimes those are yeah. pretty pretty good depending on where you get what them. kind of cereal um do you guys have weetabix in america i don't believe so don't think okay so. <laughs> well it's, it's basically the dullest cereal you could think of it's, it's a bunch of wheat but I have a chocolate variant of it, which has like these oh. small chocolate chips in it. Oh, there it is! It's not like real chocolate, mm. but it kind of <laughs> it makes it a bit less than just wheat in a bowl. <laughs> sure. It kind of reminds me of frosted mini wheats that we have here, which is just like wheat in a bowl with some sugar on top. <laughs> it's basically that, yeah. Yeah. What about uh, you, me, uh, Tom? Uh, for me, uh, usually I have like either Vector cereal because I find lot, some cereals not too filling, or just like peanut butter on toast, um, but. That's kind of because my wife, Yoshiko, she doesn't usually have breakfast, so we have, like, more of a proper breakfast for, like, a late brunch or lunch, usually with, like, an egg. And uh, since she's from Japan, it's surprising there, like, she would have salad or maybe vegetables with breakfast, uh, usually. Wow. So it's, mm-hmm. like, That's a little dinner. bit healthier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> American dinner right there. Yeah. <laughs> Healthy way to start the day. Um... I don't eat breakfast too often, but when I do, it's, I mean, if you can't have breakfast, it's always going to be like an iced coffee, and then I've been eating toaster strudels recently. Oh, nice. <laughs> and those are way better than Pop-Tarts, for the record. <laughs> I was going to say, I do I've eat I've never Pop-Tarts had a toaster strudel. They are, I mean, I'm not saying they're good, but I like I, them. <laughs> I remember having them, but I also remember having a lot of trouble getting them warm in the center. With I, I, I either had them too cold in the center, or... They were boiling hot in the center, and I, I hated that. <laughs> it's like hot pockets. Yeah, it was so hard to get it just right, and it was just like, ah, oh, this is a pain in the butt. And they How had, were you heating them? I think a toaster. Okay. Um, yeah, I, that, I, it took me some adjustment. I think I found a pretty good setting. It's not always perfect, but it's usually like warm enough that I can deal with it. So, hmm. 
Um, but like pop tarts are the ones for me. Like that, those are the ones you have to watch out for. Like if they're yeah. in the microwave for a second too, like, even microwaving them in sp- especially a second too long, they're like these catch fire. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I actually stopped toasting or heating up my uh, pop tarts at all for a while. I don't eat pop tarts anymore. But when I did eat them, I just ate them cold. Cold pop tarts are disgusting. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I, I like pop tarts enough, but I wouldn't eat them cold. That's for sure. It's a desperation move for me. <laughs> I, the, like end of the world. I, I am. A, I am. Par- my eating habits have been described as kind of gremlin. It's just just how basic I go. <laughs> what? <laughs> you're just you're so casual. They've been seen described as a gremlinish. <laughs> I mean, it's just the basic stuff. Is like either I don't eat or it's the most basic. For some reason, and, I'm like picturing Derek like hunched over like underneath a bridge, like just eating a two tarts. <laughs> yeah, I just imagine. <laughs> oh, so good. <laughs> I want to find a way to work that in my vocabulary some sometime. Just call Grimlin-ish. something someone does grillinish. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> good. Perfect. Oh goodness. That might be the podcast title. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, my topic uh, uh, comes from Boardman. Uh, he's going at us with a more serious topic. So uh, bear with him. He says. Says during last week's discussion, the topic of Super Mario 3D All Stars and Nintendo in general came up, and the way you guys discussed it was a little concerning. I understand being able to put up with a lot from someone or something you enjoy, but the way the issue of limited digital releases was swept under the rug came across as, if Nintendo does it, it's okay, which veers a little too close to hero worship in my opinion. So my question is this, does Game Explain's close relationship with Nintendo and your personal love of them impact your ability to criticize them, or are your opinions purely your your own at the end of the day? Thank you and looking forward to the podcast. Uh... I mean, it's hard to say since I'm in the middle of it, but I want to say that I'm capable of being critical of Nintendo. I'm pretty sure we have been critical of Nintendo with a lot of things that have come up over the years and choices Nintendo makes. The fact that we don't have an actual virtual console is terrible. Their release schedule is terrible. Uh, Nintendo makes a lot of dumb, dumb, dumb decisions. But I think at the end of the day, it's like, well... It's Nintendo. You can't really change them. It's not really accepting it as okay, but it's like it's how it is. Like we all kind of fell into the trap of like, well, it's a limited release, uh, physical release, limited digital release as well. So we got to pick it up. It, mm-hmm. It's a trap that we all I, fall I into. Feel like, as an outlet, I feel like we are often more critical of Nintendo, especially in reviews. Like, uh, there's been multiple games where. Uh, as, like the general consensus is positive, but we often focus on points that a lot of fans then start to focus on. So I, I feel like we don't really give them like free passes when it comes to being critical of them. Um, in the sense of All Stars, uh, this is a game that I do want. I, I feel like there's value in uh, in what it is, and it's something I wouldn't want to pass up. But I do think the limited release is bad. That mm. there's no game past that. It's bad, but I I still wanted it. Yeah. It's, yeah, uh, it's not good, but we understand it's something about their anniversary collections. Maybe thinking back to it, I wasn't as critical because I have every one of those games already. Like if I missed out on it, I wouldn't care. I think I said if you don't like it, don't buy it. Uh, but with it being like the most pre-ordered game on Amazon, clearly <laughs> many people uh, were succumbed to the time-limited release and just felt like they had to. Uh, so it's not good, but I guess like if this was a game that was brand new, I'd definitely be very annoyed mm-hmm. at it. Um, but I'd like to compare this to maybe like my local sports team, uh, the Vancouver Canucks. <laughs> they used to have more critical people on them 
but the radio stations basically would have to get a deal with the team to have their coverage. And I think one of them basically like let go a critical commentator um, just to make sure they got the deal. I, I don't feel like it's anything like that now. And like I often hear on the radio, anytime they're like, they're trying to like be positive, about a game that's bad, like a hockey game playing a mm-hmm. hockey game uh, that I feel like they're kind of doing that. So the Canucks don't just drop them later. Um, so, you know, I don't, I don't, think it's anywhere anything like that at all uh and i wouldn't want it to be so well i think you know during the post mario direct discussion we were we were all pretty honest with how you know we were excited about 3d all-stars for what it has turned out to be but we were pretty critical of what seemed to be you know corners cut like no widescreen for super mario 64 and you know i mean it's a very bare bones package and i think we were pretty honest about that from the get-go and i know that all of us uh, including myself, have you know trashed Nintendo's frankly still not great online, uh, you know ranging from okay to really bad. Like in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe's case, that online is still trash. And uh, I, I think we were pretty honest about what Nintendo doesn't do well, and there there are certainly things they don't do well. So I have never really gotten that sense from us, and I do agree with you guys that I think in in a in a way we're actually more critical of Nintendo because we're a Nintendo-focused channel. And so yeah. we zero in on things that, you know, a more platform-agnostic channel might not. So, yeah, I think it's I think we're pretty honest about our criticisms. Yeah, there's kind of two comments, two questions in there, really. Like, our specific thoughts on Mario uh, 3D All-Stars and then how we are as an outlet in general, whether we're critical or not. And I guess the way I look at it is that none of us have a reason, none of us have been given a reason to be anything but honest if there were, that'd be like a top-down directive. Like me, as the owner, would be like, we can't say this thing, and I don't think I've done that. <laughs> yeah. um, have I ever, like, have I, have I ever, have you ever had to pull back coverage on anything negative? That would be your fear of blowback, or? I can't I think of anything. I can't think of anything. Think of anything. Yeah, all right. Well, I just want to make sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> make sure I didn't say there, anything, there's, so. a, there's a reason, like, our review scale is all opinion-based. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I think there are times there are times where I'm like, I almost wish like we were, uh, or I mean, rather, I feel like we are, I feel like, as you guys said, I think we are pretty critical by even Nintendo outlet standards. And we cover things, I think, that Nintendo would prefer us not to, like the leaks, for instance. We were covering <laughs> yeah. all of those. We weren't showing them because we don't want to be, uh, <laughs> have those taken down possibly by Nintendo. But we were covering them, and I'm sure Nintendo isn't, you know, a huge fan of that. Um, we cover negative news about Nintendo. We have negative impressions of Nintendo. But as, you know, being a Nintendo outlet, we're also all fans of Nintendo. So we do tend to, I don't think that means we give them a free pass, but it does tend to mean that we are excited for the products in general. I don't think it would be a good channel if we weren't. I don't think people would want to watch us if we weren't <laughs> inherently excited for a lot of their games. So when it comes to Super, Super Mario 3D All-Stars, I'm not... I'm not entirely sure what discussion they're referencing specifically. Maybe it was a podcast. That I think it on. was the last podcast. I'm trying to remember exactly what was said, but I, and I think it essentially came down to it's like, yeah, it's stupid, but Nintendo's going to Nintendo. Well, it's I oh, mean okay. it's it's tough. Like I think for me as I get older, like I reserve my anger more for things that really matter. And in this <laughs> sense, it sucks. Like yeah, I wish we're available forever. In you know in a broader spectrum, you know most products are time limited. They don't have a they aren't given a deadline like this one is, and they're usually not that time limited. But um, so I get it. I get it sucks if you buy a Switch later. You presumably won't be able to buy these games unless mm-hmm. they make them available in some other way, which I'm assuming they will. But they haven't said that yet, so we don't know if that's for sure or not. 
But, you know, like, looking at the year of 2020, I'm like, there's so much more stuff I'm angry about. <laughs> far more than this. Yeah. And not that that means, that, not that it gives lesser uh, violations, like, a free pass. Like, it, not like it gives Nintendo right to be as crappy as they want. Because, hey, there's far more worse stuff out there. But, like, this is one of those cases where I'm like, yeah, it sucks, but... I, I really it's hard to build up the it, anger you know? for yeah. it. I think yeah. is the, uh-huh. the thing it is. It's just like totally hear you. I think part of it might have been too because I say Nintendo often releases such great games. I can probably live with things like this or some of the more negative ones. Like probably something along that affected it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. something I know. I do you want to address. Um, so I want just one thing that I think might be a comment um, about leaks and holding back. Uh, we often get accused of not covering the Grinch leak, and oh, we did. <laughs> we, we covered it as soon as it came I, out. I, I, I did, um, and I disregarded like it. it. People did issue. not like that. <laughs> that was the yeah. longest two weeks or week or whatever of my Game Explain life. Yeah, that was not a fun period. But, but go on, John. <laughs> oh, sorry? Go ahead. I mean, I, I'm sorry I interrupted. Oh, no, no, no. That's, that's basically the gist of it, um, that... <laughs> We did cover that rumor, and uh, just want to just want to say that because <laughs> uh, we often get yeah. accused of ignoring it, which wasn't the case. Yeah, people were uh, upset that we didn't cover as much as they felt it was worth um, at the time, and and yeah, so yeah, yeah that and, that I don't know what more needs to be said about. Yeah, the, you were you were dealing, like, I mean, yeah. it's probably a, a it could be the fact that it was given to me to report on because. I was notoriously, especially at that point, was notoriously done with rumors and, and stuff like and leaks and stuff like that. And look, I looked at this, looked at the thing surrounding it, like this is fake. <laughs> that was it. And you were right. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and something I know that uh, you and I, Andre, have taken a lot of heat for, specifically over the years, is our kind of shared. I hesitate. I hesitate to say disdain, but our, I guess our shared disdain for Twilight Princess. And we've been very honest about that. We've, you know, in in your review of Twilight Princess HD and discussions about it, you and I both have said many times, "eh, Twilight Princess, eh, whatever." And we've yeah. taken a lot of heat for that over the years. And right. so, I mean, yeah. No, you're, sorry. Continue on if you have more. Oh no, I just, I'm just saying. So I think really that just kind of feeds back into the fact that we are very critical of Nintendo and are willing to be honest about that. Yeah, I think that's exactly it. I mean, for every, for every, it doesn't matter what game we're positive or negative on. There's always going to be a segment that feels the opposite, and that's completely fine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the problem you run into then is when you give a game a negative review, then you know people just accuse you of like being bad at the game or being biased <laughs> in some other way, and uh, and then people tend to forget the negative reviews when they see a positive one. They're like, oh, Game Explained's always positive, right? And I'm mm-hmm. like, we've been on the far more negative end for a fair amount of reviews. You know, not all of them certainly. But yeah, there's Twilight Princess, there's Sticker Star. I think we were the only outlet at the time. Like one of the, at least one of the only outlets, like straight up saying this game sucks. <laughs> and hey, maybe uh, every other outlet didn't feel that way. It's totally fine. But the consensus these days seems to be, yeah, the game wasn't great, and we were at the forefront of that <laughs> of saying that. Um, more more recently, even Breath of the Wild, we still gave it a really good score. We were on the lower end of that though. Whereas every other outlet was giving it, giving it pretty much their version of a perfect score. We didn't. Um, right. So yeah. and and had we been in Nintendo's pot, you know, had we been paid off by Nintendo, which for the record we've not received a single cent from Nintendo. <laughs> they've not paid. Seriously. No money has ever exchanged hands. They've never they've never advertised. They've never done a sponsorship deal with us. Um, the only re- the only thing you consider a payment, which isn't, is uh, them covering travel to some events like yeah. uh, going to New York and covering the hotel and the um, and the plane ride. That is it. Mm, we've right. never actually been reimbursed by them. Uh, not even reimbursed like that's it they'll cover it themselves and that's where it ends 
So uh, I did eat yeah. a lot of sliders at an indie game event once, and even that, the PR guy was uh, <laughs> bugging me about it. So <laughs> wow, <laughs> point, they, they called out. That was hilarious. It's like, are you really funny. Tom eating more sliders? So yeah, I mean, we try to be as objective as possible to the point that um, I, I don't want to get too many specifics, but a company had approached us recently on licensing a clip for a review that they wanted to showcase in their marketing, and I turned down their offer for the amount that they, for whatever they were going to pay because I didn't want to give any any possibility of like being influenced by them anyway, even if I think there's a pretty standard and it wouldn't have, obviously, but it's like, eh, it's not worth it. So, and not that, it, not that people have even known about that had I not mentioned it right now, <laughs> one way or the other. So, right. yeah. yeah. Fair enough. It's, it's a, it's a crazy industry. The, the perception is everything. And, uh, yeah, very odd. I mean, plus Andre initially gave Kid Icarus Uprising a three out of five. What more proof do you need? <laughs> I mean, come on. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> they are. <laughs> All right. Well, should we call it there? Should we try to do a quick game, or what do you guys think? That's it's up to you. Probably up to you, Derek. I know you, you need to. Host. Let me let me yeah. take a look at this game that uh, we have here. That could be interesting. I'll get a, a scoreboard uh, typed up really quick. Okay. This this is actually this actually people can keep track of it themselves. This is rather interesting. Oh. Um, we could just go through, everyone gets, especially because everybody, we'll go with five lives uh, for this one. So it's basically, this is from Charlie Bird. It says, I tried to make something of a different kind of game today. Instead of a quiz, I have what is essentially a gaming never have I ever. I'm attaching a list of video games that I'm not sure you all have played, arranged roughly from my guesses of what you most likely played to least likely. Everyone gets, in this case, it was supposed to be ten lives, but I gave it five. And... Um, uh, loses a life for every game they haven't played. Last player standing wins. The list has a page of 70 Nintendo games and 100 non-Nintendo games, and you can take your pick of whatever, whichever you feel like uh, tackling. Oh, so, that sounds fun. So, yeah. uh, do you want Nintendo or Nintendo, John? Uh, let's do let's do Nintendo. All right, everybody, ready? You got five lives. Yep. Uh, right. and first up is Animal Crossing Wild World. Never played. Never played. I've played. I have to. I, I have to keep all my lives. <laughs> all right. So wait, who? So Derek, well, you lose a life. I think, and I just, I'm just, yeah, we're just tracking. Oh, we're all tracking around. Yeah. yeah okay. Tracking. Cool. 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 Yeah, because it's just a live so. system. Cool. Earthbound. Never played. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Derek, you're, you're gonna get out. Of this I know. I'm, I know. I'm doing terrible <laughs> to start with. Man, self ko. <laughs> just game club. I'm telling you. <laughs> all right. Uh, who, so what's everybody at right now? Because oh, yeah, I played that. I'm a still I'm still a five. Yeah, still I'm, five. At, I'm at five. Yeah, I'm at three. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mario Luigi, Mario and Luigi Dream Team. I have played. Yes, that. it's underrated. I played that. I didn't play. Underrated it. after the first ten hours or so. <laughs> Fair enough. I didn't play enough to count, so that's uh, I'm down to four. All right. Yeah, like I played a little bit of Earthbound, but not enough to count it. I don't think right. I even got out of Onet. <laughs> All right, Metroid Fusion. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Oh God, that that wasn't the NES remake one, right? That was Zero Mission. No, that was the yeah. that's the most oh, recent no. one in the timeline. I don't think I I think I started it. Then I got I was playing too much Metro at that point. I'm like I can't do it. So I'm down to three. Yeah. <laughs> you got down to right. me, Andre. All right, <laughs> Pikmin two. I have not. Yeah. I have I lost not. My first life officially. Yeah. All right. I'm I'm still at three then. I'm down to two. I've only played it on Wii though. Oh, uh, I, it says GameCube, but I'm, I'm going to count any version of Pikmin Two. Yeah, that counts. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's pretty much the same game. Yeah, yeah. All right, Splatoon Two. Of yeah, course. Yep. 
Nope. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Ooh. No. Tom. Is that no from Tom? Yeah, yeah I have played no. only a tiny bit of that, so I'm not going to count it. And then my friend took it from me, so... <laughs> your friend took it from you. There you go. Your friend cost you a life. Yeah. <laughs> so where are we at? Who all, what, what, what? Uh, I still got all five. Uh, four I'm for at, me. I'm at two. Three for me. All right. Next up is Super Mario 3D Land. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yep. All right. Thank you, everybody. The, um, 3DS the 3DS. The 3DS. One. Yeah, I played through that one. Yeah. Okay. Right. We all survived. Super Mario Party. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No. Ooh. Oh, oh. oh, that's not good. Like, this isn't Mario Party 2 or 3. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The Legend of Zelda, the Minish Cap. Yes. Yep. Not enough to count it. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, how, what are you are down you to, one, Tom? I'm down to one. Oh, oh no. God. Tom's on the verge oh, of Dan. Quick, someone donate a life. John, donate one of your lives. <laughs> oh, being honest. Do the steal a life button, uh, button combination, Tom. From Mario World. Yeah. 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 All right. Yoshi's Woolly World. Yeah. Yes. Great soundtrack. Oh, God. The, such a good soundtrack. Wii U one? Yeah, Wii U. Yeah, I, I, I beat that. Yep, that counts. Put a fork in me, I'm done. <laughs> oh, no. no. Yoshi killed one. Tom. Yeah. We've already lost enough men today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Animal Crossing Happy Home Designer. No. 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 That's my Not. first one gone. Yes. Because I reviewed it, and I hated it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, this is See, just a house, like a dollhouse simulator. This is boring. <laughs> what did did you score it? Yeah, you remember what score you gave it? I, I think I gave it a meh. A meh. Finally okay. paid. I off think you did. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, I gave, uh, so I'm down to two lives. Yeah, I'm down to two as well. All right. Uh, any of the Game and Watch Gallery games? Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. So we're counting the Game Boy compilations, right? Uh, yeah. I think so. Because it says GB, yeah. GBC, okay. GBA. So I would yeah. imagine. Yeah. Then yeah. <clears throat> Alright. Donkey Kong Jungle Beat. Yeah. Yes. Nope. But I don't know if this counts. I played the new play control version. If that counts, then yes. Uh, no. I, that can't count. That can't count? That one, really? That's one. No, I don't know if that one counts. No. <laughs> Why? It's no. got to be the bongos. It's, ah, the bongos are I the game. bongos are part of the experience. I'm saying <laughs> no because I'm being salty. I feel like I should lose half a life. The bongo does seem like a, a way to do it. You can't have a half-life. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> that, that game is legit great, though. I think it's done by the Mario Galaxy It was, yeah. 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 The first game, right. The space. All right, I'm down to and one they, life. They actually brought back one of the enemies for Mario Galaxy. They did, right. Okay. Uh, Elite Beat Agents. Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> I I didn't beat it, but I played three quarters of it. Does that count? Beats in the name, Derek. It's a requirement. <laughs> All right. That's one vote for me on being dead. <laughs> John, uh, John Ash, like, even though I didn't beat it, I did play it. Uh, I think three, the game's good. You should have beaten it. Yeah, because I mean, we've been going with completing games, right? Or at least reasonably playing I guess enough reasonably, of a game yeah. to count. Reasonably. So... Yeah. Well, I'm dead. Oh no! <laughs> Elite Man. Beat Agents killed me, which sucks because <laughs> the next one I know is going to get most of you. You needed the yeah. you needed yeah. the Elite Beat Agents to show up and save you. Help yes, mm-hmm. yeah, gets it. All right, Fire Emblem: Path of Radiance or Radiant oh, Dawn. No, <laughs> Derek, I have. I have Radiant Dawn. I've never played it. I, knew, I have both played and beat both. I was like, you guys suck. I would have lived. <laughs> I'm down to one. Same. Down to three. Oof. F-Zero X. Yes. 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 
This would have killed me unless Andre counts the time I played at his place. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Definitely not. <All> right. <laughs> so, yep. Hey, Pikmin. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I actually have played. I think I reviewed that on my older channel. Oh, wow. Oh, God. I'm dead. I'm out. Same. Oh, Same. John yeah, well, lives. I'm dead because of Jungle oh. Beat. So, yeah. John the Lim- irony. Yeah. Wait, do we, so, the irony that John survived all this. All right, John, I want to <laughs> see how, how many lives do you have left? I've got three lives. All right, let's see how long it would have taken to kill you. Hey, you, Pikachu. Like uh, no. That's what, all right. I will Kirby survive Mass that. Attack. What is this? You should have reversed it. I've not played Kirby Master Tank. No. Oh, wow. What? Oh, it's a good one, John. I, I have not played it either. Uh, I need to play it, but I, it's I so good. I will survive that, too. Kirby's Dream Land 3. Yes. Played nice. that one. Metopia. I would die there. Yes. Nintendogs and Cats. Hell yeah. <laughs> Pilot Wings Resort. Yeah. Pushmo World. Oh, of course. It's one of the best Wii U games. Rhythm Heaven DS. Yes. Star Fox nice. Adventures. Yes. Star Fox Guard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Rippy Toe. Legend of Zelda Four Swords Adventures. Yes, I got, I got Japanese and the English version of that. <laughs> wow. Wario Land 4. Yes, the GBA one. Yes. Xenoblade Chronicles X. Yes. <laughs> Jeez. Advance Wars Dual Strike. No. Okay, okay. there we go. Oh, it took 30 <laughs> games to kill John. <laughs> wow. Goddamn. Pretty sure you would have lost yeah. at the next one, though, because it's any style savvy game. Oh, yeah. No, never touch that. <laughs> yeah. You'd be proud of not playing that one. No, just kidding. No, I, I heard <laughs> you guys do need good. To, you guys do need to play Kirby Mass Attack, though. It's great. And yeah, it's very to, yeah. unique. I as definitely Kirby need to try go. it out. All right. John is the winner. Going out on a, on a high note. So uh, there we have it. <laughs> Indeed. And uh, killed everyone in the process. Yeah, that's uh, there can that only seems, be one. Uh, very fitting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, John, once again, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, thank you so much for joining us for this last one. Happy pastures and all that. I know you'll be successful no, uh, no matter where you end up. But uh, I guess that'll call it for episode two hundred and six of the Game Explained Real Talk podcast. As always, thank you all so much for listening uh, each and every week. If you enjoyed this podcast, uh, be sure to support us over on Patreon. It's just $1 a month to get these podcasts uh, three days er- excuse me, three days early every Friday, as well as offering up topics and games like the ones we had here. And we'll catch you next week for episode 207. Till then, bye. Bye, John. Bye, John. <laughs> bye, John. <laughs> bye, John. <laughs> <laughs>